happy St. Ash Valentine Wednesday to all of you. It's an odd day. It's an odd day. So I wanted to kick it off with uh, love quotes. All right. So there's lots of famous quotes about love. Shakespeare's got to be the best, right? Love is a many splendor thing. Uh, my mistress' eyes are nothing like the sun's. You can't beat Shakespeare. Um, there's some really dumb quotes about love out there, too. I think the dumbest came from the movie Love Story. It was a movie in the 70s, Love Story. And it's the dumbest quote about love, I think, ever. Love means never having to say you're sorry. That's got to be the dumbest quote about love. I think it's, it's, it's got to be top five, right? But when I think about the quotes about love, I always think about my dad. Because my, my dad thought of himself as like Yoda. And he would impart wisdom to me while we were driving to school or back home from school. And I was in high school. And I never wanted to listen to him, but I, but I always did. I remember what he said to me. He'd, he'd say funny things. He'd say things like, Son, marry someone better than you. Check. Right? He used to say, he used to say, you know what? Don't get married until you're at least 24 years old. Because you don't really know who you are until you're 24 years old. I don't know where he got the number 24. I have no idea. But that's what he decided. It was when you knew who you were and knew what you are doing. And before that, you had no clue what you were doing. Got married at 21. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Dad. But, but one thing he used to say to me sometimes, he'd say, Jace, love is messy. And I never know what he meant by that. I just said, oh, okay, Dad, and turn up the radio, you know. And, okay, what, whatever, Dad. Um, and then I got married. And, and sometimes in the first year of marriage, it gets tricky, right? Because you're, you're figuring out who each other are and how to live together. It gets hard to like, but I got to be honest with my wife and I, we were like two peas in a pod. It was fantastic. It was simple. It was easy and fun. We had no money what to speak of. We were living on love and mac and cheese, right? That's all we had. And it was great. And then we had a baby. And I didn't ever have any younger siblings. It was just my twin brother and I. And so I always thought having a baby was a lot like having a puppy. You know, you, you feed it, you take it for a walk, you play with it, you, you give it a bath once a month, and, and then, then you're good. And in, in case you don't know this, having a baby is nothing like having a puppy. It's not even close, because we got to the hospital, and and Emma, we got Emma, and I can say this because most of you know Emma, and she's a wonderful, fantastic young woman right now. But she did not start out that way. I mean, we got her, and she didn't stop crying, like ever. And then they they made us take her home from the hospital, and I we didn't know I didn't know what to do. So I'm putting her in the, the the car seat. I'm like Heather, she didn't fit. The car seat's broken. She didn't fit. And Heather, she had a cesarean, so she kind of comes around, she goes, we have her legs through the armhole, you know, so I had her like this, in the car seat, I'm like, ah, right, right, so we take her home, and it's not true that she never stopped crying, she never stopped crying between 2 a.m. and 6 a.m., ever, she cried every single night, and the only way she'd stop crying is if you held her and walked around. And you could actually, once you calm her down, you could actually sit. 
If you try to like lay down, she'd cry. And then if you like try to put her back in her little bassinet, you could get her down, you take two steps, she'd start screaming again. And people would come up to me and say, hey, congratulations. And I remember thinking, why? <laughs> what are you congratulating me for? I, I, I'm losing my mind. I'm losing my mind. And 10 months into it, we had this little apartment in St. Louis, and, and Emma got the stomach flu. When I say stomach flu, I mean stomach flu. Like everybody out from all exits. Stomach flu, right? And then Heather got the stomach flu. And I remember it's late at night, I'm sitting on the couch, covered in God knows what. Actually, I know exactly what I was covered in. And I remember my dad's words Son, love is messy. I thought, Dad, you're absolutely right. It's messy. And so we come here to Ash Wednesday on this Valentine's Day, which is appropriate because St. Valentine's Day is a messy day. You didn't know this. So St. Valentine, we don't know a whole lot about him, but he was a priest in Rome in the 3rd century. And accounts differ. The earliest account is that he was ordered to stop teaching about Jesus. Later accounts say that he was ordered to stop uh, marrying or officiating weddings uh, for Christian couples. Either way, what we know is this, is that he was ordered to stop serving in the name of Jesus. And he refused. So Emperor Claudius II ordered that St. Valentine be beaten with clubs and beheaded. And that happened on February 14th, 269 A.D. So happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> to you, and just know the first Valentine's Day was not a good day. It was a messy Valentine's Day. Love is messy. And so we celebrate Ash Wednesday today. And Ash Wednesday, is, it's a messy, messy day on this romantic of all Christian holidays. It could be. I mean, you, could, you could give someone a present like this. If you know, contemplate our mortality together, the, the, the heart says, remember you are dust. That's a good gift, right? Happy Valentine's Day. And so on Valentine's Day, we, we get a little messy. You come up here, and we, we put, let's be honest, we put dirt on you, we say, from dust you came, to dust you will return. And another way of saying that is to say, we put dirt on you and say, you are going to die. Happy Valentine's Day. It's a messy day. It's a reminder that, that you are mortal. That you will not get out of this world alive. And Ash Wednesday kicks off Lent, which is a season of repentance. And in that season of repentance, we, we say to each other, you are a sinner. You are not perfect. And if you analyze every thought you have every single day, you'll see that it's often not exactly 
all helpful, kind, compassionate, putting yourself in the other person's shoes, never cynical, never unkind, never judgmental. That our words are often self-seeking. And that our actions are often self-seeking. We're sinners. And so on this Ash Wednesday, we remember again that one, you're going to die, and two, you're a sinner. And when we contemplate that, it should lead you in hopelessness and despair. It would. Except for one person named Jesus. And Jesus his love for you, it's a messy type of love. He takes on your mess and my mess, and he takes it to a cross, and he dies there. And crucifixion, my friends, was a messy death. And from his messy death, he brings out incredible love. See, there's a phrase, love means never having to say you're sorry. <laughs> oh man, it's horribly wrong. In fact, the opposite is true. Love means having to say you're sorry. An amazing love, amazing grace, is a forgiving love. It's a love that turns our repentance into forgiveness. It's a love that turns uh, ashes into cleanliness. It's a love that turns uh, sinners into righteous. It's a love that turns death, dust, into life. That's Jesus' amazing love for you. He takes our mess, he takes your mess, and exchanges it for everything you need. His life for yours. His blood for yours. His resurrection for yours. Love is messy. Love is messy. And thank Jesus for his incredible and his messy love for you. From dust you came, to dust you were returned. Thanks, Jesus, for the resurrection. Amen. 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 Let's pray. Lord God, Lord, uh, we live in a world that um, works so hard so hard to fight off more hard mortality. I'm constantly trying to get younger, look younger, eat healthier. In and of itself, it's not a bad thing, Lord God, but, but deep down, we're all scared of death. Thank you, Jesus, for your life. Thank you, Jesus, that in, in a world where we're so often face-to-face -face with our own mortality, or the mortality of people around us, when we come face-to-face -face with tragedy, and there are no words. Thank you, Jesus, that you are the resurrection and the life. Thank you, Lord, you are the answer in a world so full of questions. 
And so, Lord God, on this Ash Wednesday, we thank you for your messy love and your incredible grace. Amen. Amen. Stand and praise our God. Amen.